Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 127 of Geekscape, your weekly movies, video games, and comic book podcast. I'm Jonathan Lennon, your host, up here on the left side of your screen. I'm joined by camera person extraordinaire Brian Gilmore, and his camera uh, skills, you guys may think, hey, he just plants the camera and sits there. Uh, every now and then he moves the audio a little bit, so uh, <laughs> uh, please. So do, there's a ridiculous yeah. amount of actual talent. Yeah, that yeah. Goes don't think that Gilmore does nothing on the show. Anytime I have a train of thought, he's extremely good at derailing it, and we will get to that later with uh, Denzel Washington in Unstoppable, him versus a train. But because it's Denzel Washington uh, movie week, we got to have Corey Roberts over here, the guy who invented what if Denzel was an employee at a place before the guy on SNL thought of that joke, which he definitely got from watching Corey Roberts on YouTube. And I have to apologize to you because we put up a YouTube of Corey Roberts, yourself, doing Denzel Washington working at a, uh, at a Jiffy Lube, at a Jiffy Lube yeah. and all of a sudden this guy on SNL starts doing Denzel working in a shoe store, yeah. and I, I have to feel that we are partly responsible for that guy stealing your material. Well, for one, it's hack. They got a black guy to do it. That's real fucking creative. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, here we got a yeah. partially black guy doing it, and, uh, and it's just tougher. You got to jump through so many more creative hoops. If he really wanted to do an impression that impressed, he would cobble together something where he was like the third most famous guy from the Gin Blossoms. <laughs> that that would show range. It's like, oh, wow, black guy, what do you do? Oh, dude. Denzel Washington and Will Smith. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. I've got a guy in our basketball league who uh, says that people think that he looks like uh, Will Smith. And he tries to, he goes, no, what about now? And he tries to do like a Will Smith face. And I go, you still look like a, a mix between uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper and yeah. Eric Snow from the old, from the 76ers <laughs> Seattle Supersonics. Like, so you're that's, saying like, he has a two-dimensional like, face. He goes, saying. Eric Snow? Because everybody in that league wants to be Kobe. That's what happens. But whenever you play, whenever you play in a basketball league in LA, everybody yeah. wants to be Kobe. A lot of them don't realize. Maybe you go to a hotel room. Everybody wants to be yeah. Kobe too. <laughs> Nine inches in room service. <laughs> everybody doesn't realize that uh, they're just Eric Snow or uh, Eric Piatkowski if they're the white guy. Um, Real quick, Ms. Mark Curry. Um, one of the that's first, his name. Yeah, one yeah. of the first famous people I ever saw in person. That's Mr. Cooper. Yeah, I right, saw him right. at the Oakland airport in. Uh, in 1999, when I was mm-hmm. going to school down there, and I was flying back up, and uh, he's walking through the airport, and um, he's from Oakland. Oh, really? So he's from Oakland, and uh, he's at the Oakland airport, and I think Mr. Cooper is still on. <laughs> Mark and, um, Can't believe I remember that So name. it's one of these things, you know, where, where the guy comes back to his home airport. Yeah, I'm nobody, a celebrity. And nobody notices, because they don't give a shit about him. Like, <laughs> it wasn't nobody wants to hang with Mr. Cooper? Hey, Coop! Yeah. No. Hey, Coop! also saw Anton Jameson there one what was he like? Yeah. He, well, you got to have a little, a little bit of athletics in you to know who uh, Anthony so is. Yeah, yeah, he's traded for Vince Carter, who was his college teammate. They were traded for each other. And they're yeah. both, uh, they're both as glaringly deficient on defense. Disappointing yeah. and, and uh, sort of continually tempting their teams. During like, the 10-year gap uh, after Jordan won his last championship and everybody was looking for the next Jordan... They kept expecting like him, Tracy McGrady, <laughs> all those people to break. Yeah, and Anton Jameson, and what happened? Nothing. Um, but Corey Roberts. Everyone's now watching porn. Yeah, everybody's like, oh. Everyone right. just paused this and just started watching. No, porn. no, 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 no. I, I think that uh, that is the. We can just, green screen ju- just, that in. Just, just, just now, that is the most uh, sweat that they've broken. Like us, just us talking about sports right. makes them break a sweat, which is sad. Uh, well, it's a blue collar crowd that we've got. I mean, they're gonna. They're... <laughs> They're gonna really get it, get in on this unstoppable. I think a lot of them can relate to but this. It's a blue collar crowd. We're, we're like thirty four percent Hispanic. And and then we got Mule D holding up the northern border of the country there up there with. Uh, I, and did you see these pictures of Frank Sanders with his Arsenal and his Geekscape shirt? Uh, no, I saw the Gilmore. shirtless one that he did today with all his tattoos. No, Gil- Gilmore, Frank Sanders from Long Island sent me about. 30 or 40 photos of himself. He sent you 30 or 40 photos of himself? It took about 80 emails to get in, all of them. And in each of them, he's wearing a Geekscape shirt. And there's somewhere he's just tough wearing a Geekscape shirt. He's in front of an arsenal of guns, knives, and explosives. 
And then on another one, this is the one I like a lot, he's laying on his bed with covered in guns and a uh, uh, one-man arsenal, and he's got his hand behind his bed, and he's like looking, at, he's got his hands behind his head, and he's looking up like he's daydreaming. This is our audience, folks. Is he like that shirtless guy with the uh, Guitar Hero controllers? Have you ever seen that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many seen photos that guy, did that guy send in? But it's pretty brutal. Frank sent I don't know. That, Frank sent in how many? Frank sent in, I, I was being a little exact, no, fuck, about 40. So you can make a flip book <laughs> out of those. You know, I would, uh, yeah, I mean, he looks, he looks psychotic. And <laughs> the Geekscape shirt only makes him look more psychotic, I gotta tell you. Um, and that's our audience, Corey. Blue collar as it gets. Uh, let's talk about Unstoppable. This is um, Tony Scott's, like, 18th movie with Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. but they add Chris Pine to it. You guys all love him from Star Trek. Chris Pine is a rookie on the uh, the train. He's the, a the, yellow the, vest. You wear a yellow vest. You wear a yellow rookie. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a rookie in this uh, southern Pennsylvania area where they're working on the trains. Denzel is uh, close to retiree. I mean, he's a he's a veteran, and everybody respects him because he's no nonsense. And uh, they get he's in charge. He's in charge. He's in charge. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, right? So they're teamed up, and they have to. Uh, he has to show them the ropes, and immediately. Denzel's just hard on the guy, this and that. Meanwhile, in northern Pennsylvania, Ethan Suplee and this other guy, they're dicking around the railroad tracks. They got to move a train. Simply, they got to move tracks, a train off of a track. He doesn't set the brakes, this and that. The train, which is half a mile long, has a bunch of hazardous materials on it, just starts rolling, starts picking up speed. Before you know it, it's on its way to southern uh, Pennsylvania. And... if it derails, everything explodes. These so they guys gotta stop this train. We're so just sort of puffy and it, yeah. It, Ethan Suplee and uh, the dude from like uh, she's out of your your league. She's out of my league. Uh, whatever the guy with the t- what's his no, not, not Jay Barishol. This other dude. I don't know. His they, best friend. They said that this was based on a true story. And they said inspired by true inspired events. Inspired by true events. Which it's, to me makes it like the true. Has read yeah, the train yeah, true events is that trains exist. Well, at one point, <laughs> at one point, uh, I'm gonna. I know that all your blue collar guys got on their blue collar computers and talked blue collar shit about us for spoiling Book of Eli, but I'm gonna spoil a little bit. The train ends up going really fast on the tracks. Sorry. Um, and Denzel, you know, as he's training Chris Pine and they're doing their first day of work. They now have to realize they're the only one guys in place to stop this train from hitting a curve in a like extremely populated area. It, if it hits this curve, it's going to go into some fuel tanks. And I don't know who put a fucking curved tr- railroad track above fuel tanks. It sounds like a bad idea to Amish. me. It was the Amish. But it's there. It was the Amish and the Quakers in tandem. <laughs> Real quick though, this uh, this guy these was so insulting that all these people. I, I don't think there was one qualified railroad worker or even right. blue collar worker they're like I don't know what to do everybody's full of shit when, when uh, Rosario Dawson's character says if this thing goes bad it's gonna be your fault to Ethan Suplee all right. I could, that's his name right? right all I could think about where the consequences are that when the movie of this thing comes out in 15 years we're gonna get the fat guy from My Name is Earl to play yeah. you Yeah, that's how we're gonna get our revenge on you yeah, for it, killing it, all those people if anybody says this is on you and you don't fix the fucking situation you will see Ethan Suplee playing you in about 10 years oh, that's, that's who that is that's yeah. an attorney yeah. yeah, oh, okay. he's also the fat guy from Boy Meets World Mall and the fat guy from uh, Remember the Titans yeah yeah so, uh, so, so the movie. Let's talk about the movie. We just told you guys what it was about. Uh, the movie is dizzying with you know how, how Tony Scott does with his cameras. He just throws them everywhere and shakes it, which I normally love. But what did you think about the movie, Corey? As, as a Denzel, I got to tell you, like ten seconds into the into Denzel being in this movie, he says about three of your custom a lot Denzel of, bit which one? pieces. Got a lot. Of, you sure? I'm never gonna say you that. sure? Oh, that's fucking awesome. Ah, okay, all right. Uh, so we're going to leave at 4 o'clock then? We leave at 4 o'clock? We leave at 5 o'clock? Ah, a lot of that. Yeah, oh, a lot of awesome. that. The entire time, we're just watching this movie just going, and I'm looking at Corey like, holy shit, now Denzel's stealing your bit of Denzel. Um, Here's the What do you think of the movie? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, Tony Scott, my favorite director to see with Denzel Washington. Right. My least favorite actor to see with Denzel Washington, ironically, is Denzel Washington. Not. <laughs> okay, we get it. You like to wear glasses when you act. It's amazing. Um, I, I'm, Tony like, Scott, I'm smart and mature now. I'm really into anything with, with Tony Scott where he's directing it. Um, I really like it when, uh, 
when he makes the readout in the old like 1991 MS Word script, like yeah. Four seventeen p.m. location, like the yeah. enemy of the state, Gene Hackman thing from. Uh, and in this movie, they do that a lot. They're like a lot like of that. Northern Pennsylvania. Oh, like yeah. people do when they're doing like Michael Bay spoofs. Yeah, six yeah. miles too. Yeah, like, so, and then they, there was one point yeah. where like something, the train had just done something terrible. Right, the train is like a force of nature, and they try keep trying to stop it. People keep getting disaster thrown about, and. And there's one point where they didn't stop it, and the music starts up. It's and I was like, the Middle Easterners in charge? Like, are they behind this? What is that? That's some subliminal shit. Anything goes wrong. It's Middle Eastern terrorists now. So it is sort of based on true events. Um, So I was I was on board. I mean that missile the sides of the Chrysler. I I like the I like the crazy camera angles. I like the the. Read out shit. I'm, I'm into all of that. This is the first Denzel Washington movie I've seen in a while where I just thought, right. This and Pelham One Two Three, they just they didn't. And the one before that, I looked. I liked Book of Eli. I liked that one. was the Hughes brothers. But you're yeah. you're talking about uh, before that it was like out of sight or something like shit like um, that. Yeah. Inside Man, I love. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll watch. This, I mean, I'm on board. But this, not bad, not bad, but just you know what it was. I don't like it when they bring in too many people uh, around Denzel Washington that you recognize because everybody needs their 15 seconds. Right. I want him to carry the movie so he can just... Be the hero. Cut a wide swath and go to town. I and, don't, it, and he shares the hero role with Chris Pine. What do you Pine. think of Chris Pine? Watch your mic on the security blanket thing. Oh, sorry. I just started watching the show, by the way. I like wait, it wait, a lot. Wait, what? You just started watching South Park? Yeah, like uh, when you told me about that Whale Wars thing, so I started getting into it. I think the show is going to make it. I like it a lot. I'm on. I like it. Yeah, um, it what do you think? Uh, Chris no. Paul. Fine, but right. we don't need a... He, like his big thing is he's on the train, and again, nobody comes out looking good in this. Like, safety... Oh, Whites come out looking horrible. Uh, like, Why? The only whites in here, aside from Chris Pine, who uh, tried to kill a cop, sorry. Um, yeah, he's, like he's separated from his wife because he got a misunderstanding and with an ex guy who like she used to see her. The most know, evil. He's a cop. White guy since uh, like a cross between Lex Luthor and Charlie Chaplin. This this is what he is. He's like, they put him, there are no ivory towers in Scranton, Pennsylvania. They built one for him. Nah, that's in Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Fine. Their, their headquarters were in Pittsburgh. He's at the top. He's on a cell phone. He's playing like golf with like yeah. three other real cheese ball white guys. He's like, we can't let our stock drop. And then these white guys are like, yeah, 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 awesome putt. Oh, let me adjust my sweater. Yeah, there was some blatant bad stuff where Rosario Dawson starts going up the ladder to try and yeah. get people to help and, and give her opinion of what they should do to stop the train. And it, it, there's one part where you just roll your eyes. They cut to a, like the head of the company being like, what is this? What this stock uh, effect estimate on this? Is yeah. How much is it going to affect and our stock? And he's playing henchman, fucking golf. Yeah. His bloated henchman is like, we're not going to let that happen. This yeah. is our property. Uh, this is our profit. Yeah, so this whites come off horribly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a BET movie. The only heroic... No, well, it's not awesome. There, no leprechaun there is a heroic white... Uh, I mean, there's Chris Pine, but but we're talking about blue-collar whites. Mm. There is a heroic white who's like this a good old boy guy who you first see in a diner trying to pick up on a waitress, and he's like, yeah. And he he's a little he, bit he's, nuts, the but he's the lead welder. He he's the lead welder, and he's like he gets in the car in the truck and tries to stop the you know get a, in advance of the train to put different tracks and, and brakes in front of it, and uh, and you're like, man, I'm into this guy. You keep expecting him to die because you're into this guy, only to uh, you know with, with at the end of the movie. He shows a little bit of character flaw and he starts taking credit for everything. That was cool. I liked and you're like, okay. He's got the handlebar, the long hair. He's got like country music playing in his truck. Uh, the movie. He's a cowboy. The, 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 the description that we all agreed on when we walked out of the movie was it was just flat. You know, as stylistic as it is, as many uh, swings as it took to try and swing it to the fences and get you guys into this movie, it had some moments, but it, it's a flat movie. It reminded me a lot of being on the train. Like, here's, <laughs> here's, here's the other thing. They're like, oh, no. It's up to, the, the speeds are all off. Like, oh no, it's up to 57 now. We've got to get it down to 39. And on the way home, as I'm uh, driving by myself in the diamond lane at 81 miles an hour, I'm thinking, this is easy. This is 40 miles an hour faster than they were at their fastest. But you're not a missile the size of Chrysler building. Oh, Top well, a mile. Was it 1997? <laughs> 
Just saw a Toyota <laughs> camera right here. That's a bit like, it's a missile the size of the Chrysler building. It's half a mile long. Did they even and say Denzel, that? And Denzel, at one point in the movie, runs the, runs the length of it. Yeah, runs yeah like, like in Armageddon, he was like, it's half the size of Texas. Yeah. And shit like yeah. that. So. They uh, you put a firecracker in your open palm and that, you don't lose any fingers. You close that palm and it blows your fingers off. Whatever they did in Armageddon. Remember that scene? Billy Bob Thornton, I just quoted him. I uh, think, I think uh, yeah. the movie's going to be a lot better on cable when you're not... Um, locked in. I right. think it'll be nice to have on. When it's on, yeah. I think yeah. it'll be really nice to have on. Um, it's not, it's not distracting. It's not, like you don't have a lot of the moments. Camera's distracted. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. but you, there are movies where you watch, you go, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Not a lot of that. It was really more like, oh, that seems like a pretty good idea. I'm glad that that. Yeah. Worked I'm out. glad they're pursuing. Good. I'm that glad they did thought. that. That was the right thing. It's like watching an extended news report. Right. The, uh, oh, one more thing. The yeah. news, um, using the news for exposition. Yeah, we, we are now that. out. We are now a four miles out yeah. of the populated area of blank, 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 and there has been an emergency evacuation. And you know, it's like, and the train is now moving at speeds of yeah. eighty miles an hour. And you're like, that's the exposition. They suspect that this could be some of the largest damage that the area has ever seen. We can only hold our breath and hope. And there's like multiple like punch-ins to the news lady. So now you're just seeing her eye and it's like, oh, oh, that must be so tense. One more thing. Everybody's watching on the screens and they're kind of cheering it. And again, I thought for a blue-collar town, not a lot of people working. A lot <laughs> of people watching the big screen and cheer. Oh, by the way, you're going to die if this thing explodes. This isn't an Eagles game. <laughs> you're not rooting for somebody to get It, it would be Steelers. Is it, yeah, it would be the Steelers in that part of the country. I, you know what? They all look the same to me, and they—they're yeah, all flannel-wearing whites. Not a lot of not a lot of work getting done. Yeah. For yeah. for being blue collar again, like yeah, we're blue collar. It's Thursday. It's eleven in the morning. And that house ain't gonna roof itself. Yeah, you're watching a thirty-five inch TV. What are you doing in town? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Let's segue to the other movie that I saw this weekend, uh, because you, you were mentioning. Well, you you well you were talking about uh, if this thing's on cable, you'd be into it. Uh, I want most to, people see a beautiful. Yeah, most people see it. Uh, I want to talk I about I want to talk about a movie that seems to have originated on cable. Uh, this is a movie called Skyline by the Strauss Brothers. It's got um, who's in this? Eric Balfour, Donald Faison, Donald Faison and uh, the dude Batista. Angel Batista from Dexter. John something. Uh, so this th- this movie is. Basically, here's the thing. Laura's day is Laura's day off was yesterday. She always likes to go see a movie. Um, and Skyline was she didn't want to see Unstoppable. I wanted to see that with Corey. So Skyline's the movie, right? And I go on Rotten Tomatoes, and a lot of you guys are seeing such bad reviews for Skyline. I go on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got like a 29, right? And the review, double digits. The reviews it. are basically this is a sci-fi channel movie with greater effects. Same lame drama. And same bland characters, but great special effects. And it's okay. a, basically a sci-fi channel movie. And I read that out loud to Laura, and she goes, I love sci-fi channel movies. That's how I spend my Sundays sometimes. <laughs> you know. And I remember, Laura, I mean, if there's a really crap, like, tentacle movie or, you know, overgrown rodent movie on sci-fi channel, she'll watch it. And I say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go watch the Skyline movie. And everything in that review was true. This is a sci-fi channel movie with better effects. Knowing that and going in there expecting this to be the biggest hour and a half waste of time, I could not have enjoyed this movie more for what it is. Yeah. This, this is a silly movie. It is a, a dumb movie. It is a, a drawn out dramatic you know, moment movie. It's got some really cool aliens. It's got some really cool effects in it. It's got some huge stakes. And you know what? The characters do act the way you would. You don't get frustrated saying, why would somebody do that? They're all kind of uh, moving along the same way you would. Do we stay in the building? Do we try and get to the marina? What do we do? It starts out with Eric Balfour and his wife, uh, or his, his girlfriend, and they're, they're landing in L.A. to visit their really successful friend, Donald Faison, who's now like, a, you think he's like a big actor or a big rapper or something. But he's like a person, though. He's not... Yeah, he's like a fake person, not Donald Faison. Yeah, he's like he he's a he's the they grew up together. Okay. And Eric Balfour is living in Brooklyn. He's a struggling like artist, right? He's he, he, you know he paints. He does comic books. He still has, he still has a four thousand square foot loft for right. six months. <laughs> so 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 they, they they get picked up at the airport. They get in the limo. This is all nice, right? This is before the invasion. They get they get taken to Donald Faison's place, 
and there's a party and all this stuff and you know you get the the, the lame drama and this and that and uh and then those little lights start shooting down from the sky and people get drawn to them you know what i'm saying and, and they get sucked up into the air you've seen fire it in the trailer the they get fire in the sky but this is like on a mass scale you see hundreds of people getting sucked up in the air and it's horrifying. It's like, don't look in the light. Da, 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 da. They're, they're trying to pull each other away from the draw of the, this alien thing. And then when the day comes, these ships start coming out of the clouds. And they're here to collect, right? And no one notices this? The monsters look like... No, everybody. everybody's either been sucked up or they're freaking the fuck out. But do, but do they just show up out of nowhere? or like? Uh, no, no, no. They, uh, you really can't they, see they, they create a ton of cloud cover. So it looks like a, an overcast day with like low-lying thunderstorm clouds. Yeah, but people know and then they come there's out a fucking airship But here's there. the thing. Here's a, a tiny th missile here's went off, off the coast of California. It's like international news. Gilmore, 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 Gilmore. Did I not I, describe it as a sci-fi channel movie? Okay. Yeah, look, it's a movie like, where Donald Faison is a giant star. You have to suspend this like, like, please. <laughs> so, so uh, the aliens start eating people. These aliens, I gotta, I gotta give them props. The aliens definitely look like Resistance fucking 3. Like, they look like the Resistance games on Sony PlayStation. These are massive aliens who have crazy technology. The way they eat people is one of the coolest... So they eat people? The way that they consume the people oh, is cool. is one of the coolest moments where I'm like, oh, he's grabbed them. And then he sucks them <laughs> up, right? Yeah. He, he grabs them with the, you know, they grab you with like these, they grab you with like these tentacle things, right? And in the trailer, you can see the tentacles grabbing like a helicopter. And then they pull you in. What they do when they eat you is one of those, oh, kind of moments where you're like, oh, that sucks. You definitely don't want one of these, one of these fucking things grabbing you. And the story takes place over like two or three days where they're stuck in, trying to get in and out of this apartment. They're trying to get out of this apartment complex and get the fuck out of there. So yeah, there is a lot of drama in one place. There's military. There's, I mean, I had a lot of fun watching the movie. Is it not going to be on my best of 2010 list? Probably not. Is it a, is it a glorified sci-fi channel movie? Yes. But I'm telling you guys, know that going in. Go with your silliest friends. Laura, Laura, and I, Laura and I giggled throughout this entire movie, and you know what? We walked out of there actually enjoying it. I know there are people on the forums who are already dissing the movie. I think they went in expecting Independence Day. Yeah, how does it uh, measure up against? This ID, is more ID4? like it's okay. Here's the thing. This isn't Independence Day. This is more like Flag Day. Yeah, this is more like yeah. You, this you is get, Flag Day. You get a little something. Um, you get a half day. Uh, and a red, people are also comparing it to Cloverfield. Uh, I enjoy it more than Cloverfield because again, the characters are working in a logical manner you know what i mean they are trying to survive not trying to go get back an ex-girlfriend who wasn't interested in you at the cost of your friends they're all trying to survive it's probably dead and it's probably dead anyway cloverfield i just hated the character so much in this as silly as the drama is as lame as some of the drama is you do get invested in the characters and uh and it goes into some places that are actually pretty fun you know and the movie the, the ending of the movie is actually really fun i thought uh where they leave it um, that has I, a powerful message it. about illegal immigration too. <laughs> we don't want them. Uh, I do like the the major damage in this movie. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Corey, Corey. Yeah. Uh, next week is this, <laughs> is this Harry Potter thing. Are you a Harry Potter guy? Like you watched any of these movies um, or read the books? I've, yeah. Um, I used to date a girl who was really into like science fiction and like Harry Potter and stuff. Uh, and I had to I had to watch all of the movies. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding at all. And I wouldn't read uh, the books. And she got really mad at me and she said, uh, you are such a pretentious faggot. All you do is read your stupid books from people who are already dead. And you read them and get the leather embossment. Well, here, I got you. Here you go, Mr. French Major. I got you Harry Potter in French. Why don't you read that? Did you read it? Yeah, I read like five of them and then we split. So I'm not on like... I don't know. The last one. I last guess, two, I guess. I don't get to read two. about Dumbledore chugging cock or anything like that. <laughs> I, I read, I read like That's the best four part. or five of them in, the best in French, though. Um, yeah. I've not read so any of them. I'm on board, them. yeah. I like them. I like them. I haven't read any of them, but... Uh, and, also read and the I saw Da Vinci the first Code one. in French. Oh, really? Was yeah. that any good? You, well, what's interesting, again, spoiler alert, um, Leonardo da Vinci painted Mona Lisa. Um, <laughs> they have this thing called a cryptex. Right. And the, the code, spoiler alert, is apple, which is five letters. And in French, apple is pomme. Spoiler alert. So it's like three letters. Five letters. Five letters. Oh, really? M -M -E, so it worked. Okay. But I don't know what you would do in Spanish. Right. Manzana. Yeah. 
Because I'm learning so, Spanish now, and I yeah. wouldn't read the Da Vinci Yeah, that's seven. So, so yeah, um, I like Harry Potter. I'm excited to see. Yeah, uh, we're going to have... Uh, I'm trying to get Bibiani up here for that, Harry Potter. Um, do you know anything about the Green Lantern, uh, Corey Roberts? Do you know anything about the Green Lantern? Uh, he has a ring. Okay. Uh, Green Arrow is gay. Green Lantern is not. Because he's, he's a jet pilot. He's, he's a jet he's pilot. Man. Is Green Lantern black? Uh, no, John Stewart. Well, there's four Green Lanterns in charge of the Earth, uh-huh. protecting the Earth. They're like a, they're like an international police force. All these different aliens, right? They're like, like um, and John Stewart is like the, the black cat dolls. Yeah, the John Stewart is like the black Green Lantern who's okay. in charge of helping the Earth. And he says uh, shitty things about politicians. But you know, kind of snarky. <laughs> but you know, in the movie, you know, in the, in the movie that they got Ryan Reynolds to play Green Lantern, right? He was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly dressed as a Green Lantern. Did you know that? I know it now. Uh, Entertainment Weekly had like a clip. With like footage from the trailer that I guess is coming out uh, in front of Harry Potter. Yeah. Because it's all Warner Brothers, right? Um, this uh, Green Lantern footage that's entertainment tonight, it's kind of exciting. I, I'm, I'm into it. It's it's Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds, which you're oh, down yeah. with. But you get to see some of the more you know Green Lantern pieces. Like there's a, a shot or two of Kilowog, which is exciting. Those are the more... I mean, it's not like Star Trek, where the aliens just look like humans with different makeup. These they actually look like the craziest shit you'd ever seen, and that that's the cool thing about Green Lantern is all these aliens look completely different, you know. And then so when you get the Green Lantern corpse together, which is like the whole police force, you really have like this whole myriad of crazy ass stuff on the screen, you know what I mean? And you get to see some of that in the trailer. You also get to see Blake Lively and all this, you know, silliness. I like. I hope that he doesn't take her down the way he takes everybody else down. What do you mean? Reynolds, I mean, it's like that weird, confused stare that he... I like Ryan Reynolds, by the way, too. Right. But it's like every movie that he's in, he as soon as he does this, like... He gives, like, that little, like, look, pursed lip, tongue out, like... Like, that's the end of whatever the female co-stars who is, like... It's her career. It's like Terry, so, so, Emily, Emily Smart. Yeah, Amy uh, Smart. Amy Smart, Amy yep. Smart, and then, uh... Sandra Bullock, uh, she didn't win yeah, yeah, Sandra Bullock didn't go on a movie. That guy just started drilling that Nazi girl as soon as she did a movie with Ryan Reynolds. It was over. It was Sandra Bullock and, and uh, Jesse James, yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds will do that, but I like Ryan him. Reynolds will make your your husband cheat on you. You can't you can't hook up with him, but I, we like Ryan. I like him. Hey, man, we He's aren't we aren't his female co-stars. Uh, Alanis, Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. Remember? Alanis Morissette. He yeah. was he was engaged to be married to her and. Yeah. Where is she now? Uh, the Green Lantern footage looks good. Uh, talking about the, the Dark Knight sequel, this Dark Knight Rises, uh, they're going to do this new Batman movie, of course, because uh-huh. the last one made a million dollars. Now they're talking about two villains in this movie. <laughs> oh, right. I like that. Two villains, I... one of them being female. Uh... Is that Catwoman or Poison Ivy? Well, I mean, I think Poison Ivy worked out better last time, so why don't we give that a shot again? <laughs> Fuck. What did they think was going to happen? <laughs> hey, Uma Thurman, they, everybody likes yeah, her. Right, yeah. Everybody does like Uma Thurman. I, they just don't like that movie. You're not going to put an eco-terrorist into a movie. Right. I can't see Christopher Nolan putting a fucking eco-terrorist right, into the right. goddamn movie. It's going to be Catwoman. It's going to be Catwoman. I, I are they going to put Mr. Freeze back? You know, he, hey. That's the one he said that he won't do, actually. Yeah, he won't do Mr. Freeze. We know he's not, he's not going to put the Riddler in this movie. Uh, what if it was Talia Asgul? Liam Neeson. Played Raz Al Ghul in the first one. Talia Al Ghul. What if it's Talia Al Ghul, his daughter, and now she wants revenge for like killing uh, her because father? It is a trilogy. He's not going to do more trilogy. than three, right? So he might want to wrap it up in a nice little bit little of closure. Package. And everybody's like, "Oh, Catwoman, Rachel Weisz is Catwoman." Nah, 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 nah. It's like, what if it is Talia Al Ghul, and she is seeking vengeance for her father, who was played by Liam Neeson, who was killed who are in the first six one? Bitches? Right. I don't fucking know. It's like uh, Anne, Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. Is Anne Hathaway part yeah, of Yeah, she was on that list. I know Anne Hathaway. Okay, so I know I know Naomi Watts, Rachel Weisz. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one... Sh- uh, Blake Lively. Right. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Ga- Gabrielle Union. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know the other one. But essentially, they have to... If they do do Catwoman, they have to pick the chick with the least shitty post-pose face. What is you know, you know when, whenever in a superhero movie, like they're doing some weird action thing, they're trying to make it look just like the comic she's book, like a cat and then all of a sudden, crouched. yeah, and all of a sudden she hits a pose, right. and then they do a face. Right. That's the thing that always takes us out. Like Scarlett Johansson, whenever she moved at all in Iron Man Two, yeah, Scarlett when she landed on the ground in Iron Man Two and looked up, I was yeah. like, yeah, she, what are you looking at? She's flipping around two hundred and fifty pound bodyguards, and she's flipping around. She's probably eighty pounds, and yeah. she's flipping them all over the fucking room, and I'm like. 
think so. Like, what are you using for, for, right. for your center of gravity is, to make that possible? Is Hillary Duff or, like, uh, iCarly yeah, on iCarly the iCarly is actually is she on in the running. I think she is the sixth one. <laughs> you know who my idea would be for the Riddler? If they got Dane Cook. <laughs> and all the riddles were just like, Riddle me this. Suck it! <laughs> Sorry about that audio Sorry. listeners. Riddle me this. You guys ever eat corn pops? And he goes into some fucking thing. Riddle me this. If you want to find the hostages, my bot found them. Oh. It'd be a 15 minute <laughs> movie, but you could like give it away as a DVD extra or something. Yeah, but so, so Catwoman, I think, makes the most sense. They just... It'll be weird. I can't see Christopher Nolan going into anything other than she's like a really talented acrobatic burglar. Right. You know, it's not going to be a Michelle Pfeiffer type of deal. And I'm starting to think Talia Al Ghul sounds good as yeah. a as a more grounded, realistic. Choice. But then, what's who's his face? What? Who's what's his face? Penguin. No, the guy that they already cast. As oh, well. uh, who's uh, the dude from Tom uh, Inception? Tom Hardy. Um, I mean, I, I like Walton talking about it being yep. uh, hush. Makes yeah, perfect sense. Hush. Uh, speaking of superheroes, we have this new article on the site. Our buddy Nick Gregorio wrote it up. It's called mm. Superhero Showdown. I think it's pretty awesome. The first epi- the first uh, article went up, and it has Samus from Metroid versus Boba Fett, and that's basically what the Superhero Showdown is going to be. It's an article focusing on a on a on a fight between two classic uh, video you know pop culture, pop culture icons. icons, video games, movies, all that stuff that we love here. Uh, and who would win? And what's cool about it is his buddy Dan did this artwork that is just sick. And it's all original to the article. So when you guys look on the site for Superhero Showdown, you guys are going to see that the artwork's original. Nick is doing an awesome job of writing a really kick-ass fight. And uh, and it, tell, let him know who, who you want to see fight. Like, I would love to see, um, what did I say, Aragorn versus Link from Zelda? Because those are kind of like-minded fighters, Right. I guess, but he just what? He just fucking throws one of them bomb plants at him. You're done. Nah, Aragorn's more resourceful than that, right? I think so. I think so. Link. You think Link? No question. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think Aragorn's stronger. All right. He's a, he's a tracker. He's he's more experienced. If he if Link ever loses sight of him, could pull some shit. That's the kind of discussion that we have on the site. That's how what we do as geeks. And uh, why not give you guys an article where we uh, really invest in those kind of uh conversations that don't matter to people outside of us uh that's what geekscape's for it's our little place so why not why not have an article like that you know what i mean yeah and i'm thinking of people i want to see fight yeah you got to think about people you want to see fight i mean you and guys you can't can just talk look, about this on the board just go to imdb nah. and look up like oh what happened in celebrity deathmatch nah. no i'm thinking like a three-way really uh, th- what about this three-way fight ready for this jason bourne Versus uh, Solid Solid Snake. Solid Snake. Jason Bourne, Solid Snake, and maybe James Bond. Maybe James Bond. How much is Jason Bourne and James Bond? No, Jason. Fuck Jason Bourne and James Bond. I I don't like that because they're they're roughly from novels turned into movies. And I want to throw in like a video game guy. So I think Solid Snake or the dude from uh, Sam Fisher or whatever from um, from uh, what's that video game where um, where you're sneaking around. Uh, Gogo 13 Splinter Cell Splinter Cell no. Oh Gogo 13 Gogo 13 Versus uh, The Killer Chai and Fat Ah Now you see how this works uh, Superhero Showdown You guys gotta go to the uh, Site and check that out um, Did you guys know that John Favreau Since we talked about Iron Man 2 Is the director of, You know he's gonna do Iron Man 3 of course Cause who wouldn't wanna do Iron Man 3 Those things make a ton of money After that I read on this uh, Weekend Geek That Eric Diaz does for us John Favreau is directing something for Disney called The Magic Kingdom. That was a video game too. Uh, this Magic Kingdom, what's that movie? It's a, you go to five different stations. One of them is called Autopia. There's Space Mountain. Um, you go to all five uh, of them. Frontierland. No, there's only five rides. It's an eight-bit game, and so you go to like five different places and you like make it through the ride. Why wouldn't they have Frontierland? Frontierland is definitely a Disneyland portion. I know. It's where, but, it's where the Country Bears were. I don't think that it was enough of a challenge back in those days. You got to fight Indians and stuff. It's like Custer's Revenge. I did you know about do you know about Custer's Revenge? Do you know what that is? I was in North Dakota. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know that 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 slaughter happened, but in early video games, uh, when Atari was, you know, big success and everybody yeah. had Ataris, video game companies weren't 
uh, waiting for Atari to give them uh, like any uh, licensing to make games for them. Right. When the, when the first Nintendo came out, it had a chip in it, and you couldn't make a Nintendo a game for the Nintendo system without paying a fee to Nintendo to make a game for them. Ah. So for Atari, there were all these companies that were making bootleg Atari games until Atari put a stop to them. That included porno games with sex in them. Wow. One of the first games was called Custer's Revenge. And you so play we're talking it. about actual Custer. Yeah, yeah, it's Custer killing killing uh, Indians. And what made it so offensive was at the end of every level, you get to rape like a squaw who's tied to a post. What? Yeah. You've never heard of this? I've never heard of this. Custer's, Custer's Revenge. Go Google Custer's Revenge. And it is one of the most. It is known as the most offensive game of all time. Custer's yeah, Custer. Yeah, how do you rape someone with a joystick and one button? How like, do you like, not like, rape like somebody it. with a joystick and one button? <laughs> When you have it, it almost like, what are you gonna do with this? Well, I'm gonna start with raping it. I'm gonna see if I have a game system that is a port that fits. Before uh, we started the episode, I asked Corey if he's seeing The Walking Dead. I know he, you watch Mad Men mm-hmm. and you watch uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And those are AMC shows that you love. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, uh, I mean, this is already aired, but uh, but it airs on Sunday, and I know that on the Sunday of this weekend that we're taping, they're gonna show all three in a row on AMC. You gotta watch this. Okay. It's a zombie show on AMC. It's oh, awesome. We'll finally get the third episode. Finally get the third episode. Oh. Uh, and there's going to be more, guys. Uh, the first two episodes were so successful. Is it science fiction, though? No. It's not it science fiction. It takes place in the U.S. after a zombie outbreak. No, it is science fiction. I mean, I mean, come on, come on. How it, is that not science Because it doesn't have a science. It's, it's horror. No, that is it's technically horror. science fiction. No, it's fiction. horror. I call it horror. Okay. Horror. It's still science You don't know if it's a fucking curse. Why do you think it's science? It could be a curse. Then it's fantastical. I guess if it's That's only true, we don't know the cause. We don't know the cause. So it could be. It could also be fantasy. Yeah. And, and it's only you one. Need, you need guys need to back Corey the fuck out up. A bit more, Corey. That's what he's looking. It's for. a zombie show. Okay. And it's worth watching. Who's on it? Uh, the dude from Love Actually. So you'll like it. Oh, oh, which one? The dad who dicks the over his brother. Dick. The guy who dicks over his the friend for Keira like, Knightley. This girl is basically about the guy who. Hits yeah. on his the guy who holds up the ghetto blaster? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. boombox. Spoiler alert, by the way, he holds up a ghetto blaster. And then he says, um, enough. Enough already. And then he walks away. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in I'm it. I'm all about I like oh, everything that he does. You know who you would like? Michael Rooker plays like a, like a white, racist KKK guy. So a white. And what... Uh, <laughs> What is he? Who's Michael Rucker? Michael Rucker was uh, he's, uh, in Mallrats. He's the Mallrats. guy. He's, he's the, the, he's the, the girl's dad. The security guy in Mallrats. He's been in a lot of shit. He, he's the guy who eats the uh, pretzels, the shit in them. Okay. You'll like. I him. guess I'm. You'll I'm recognize him. Okay. You'll recognize him. You got to see this Walking Dead, Corey. Mm-hmm. You get a chance to watch three episodes. But it's I got to tell you, television. they did so well. Uh, the first. I'm not watching it over here because you don't have high def. The first season is Cheap six bastard. episodes. First season six episodes. The second season they just ordered thirteen episodes. Oh so. God! Wait, the first season's only six episodes. Yeah. Oh jeez. You okay with that? I no. I want uh, more. Everyone's yeah. gonna want more. Yeah. No I, th- I, th- I think it's just six episodes. No wonder they're dragging this shit out so much. Yeah. Who has six episode seasons? Breaking Bad has twelve. Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad has like seven. Thirteen. Is that think right? so? No, they go long. Trust I don't me. think Breaking Bad does. No, because Mad Men has thirteen as well. Breaking you Bad, hey, 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 hey. Breaking Bad goes. Then you know what? I legit. could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. I could think that this The I Walking Dead season you, one is close. Are you caught up on Breaking Bad? I haven't watched season three. Oh, so I season three. Although I believe you in the six because Walking Dead looks like the most expensive TV show ever. It does, dude. There's zombies everywhere. You gotta watch the show. Oh shit! There's a fucking tank that Atlanta's evacuated. It's an empty Atlanta. It looks crazy. I'll check it out, but I've got some news. Hmm. Um, got a girl pregnant? Kind of don't want to talk about that. Um, Sorry. Avatar's out on DVD. Yeah. That thing costs a fortune to make. Have you heard about this thing? Uh-uh. I want to see that. We try... <laughs> Here's the thing. Have have you seen the advertisements for the Avatar uh, DVD? They go, a new three-hour cut. No, I just... Isn't that just like three minutes longer? Wasn't it? Well, I mean, like, I was like, oh, so they added two and a half minutes to it? The first, like, wasn't the original in the theater three fucking hours? It felt like it was nine. I love when they come out, uh, I I like when they come out with extended versions of movies that I didn't want to sit through all the way in the first place. Right. Well, I, I just know about it because I got a Facebook message. It was like, hey, our little movie is trying to make it. Support us. Like this at Facebook. And so, all right. <laughs> you asked I guess for that's it. out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. for it in your town. The little indie we took to Sundance called Avatars. Doing all right. I did went... you, uh, Jonathan, did what? you watch the Conan premiere? Yeah, I did. Which did you watch Conan, the first episode of Conan no, premiere? I can't step that late. Well, I mean, you You know what? I don't like Conan. And you can see it on TeamCoco.com. Well, let me put it this way. I like Conan a lot. I don't like people who like Conan. 
It was dumb. You mean everybody? Like, who doesn't yeah. like Conan? No, the, the, Conan, the Conan thing was great. And I gotta tell you something. And, it's and a huge deal. The first guest was Seth Rogen. I like Seth Rogen. Let me tell you, uh, this is, let me bring you to the London household. My wife opened up a, uh, a dog training facility here in LA. It's called the Zoom Room. And one day, this will make you all like Seth Rogen. One day she started a new class, obedience or something like that. And Oh, it's Shy Dog. It's for Shy Dogs. And there's a woman in there, and she's got this, like and she's got this dog called Zelda. And Laura goes, "Oh, your dog's named Zelda. My husband would love it. He's a geek." And she goes, "Technically, my dog's name, my, my fiance made me call him the Legend of Zelda. So her full name is the Legend of Zelda." And Laura goes, "That's great. That's right." Awesome. The following week, Zelda is in the class with the with the fiance, a male, normal looking male. Laura doesn't think much of it. She really concentrates on the dogs and their training, right? And she goes, hey, Zelda, good to have you back in, in class. And the dude is like, good to be here. That's a good impression. You know, it, and he does his, <laughs> his little laugh. <laughs> and, and, and she's going around the class, and she goes past Zelda, and she stops, and she goes, no one else has that laugh. No one else, no one else sounds like that. And it's Seth Rogen. Yeah, and Seth Rogen and her dog and his his you know their dog Zelda is in this class and she was like the the, the Green Hornets of my class and uh, and in she she you know she doesn't treat anybody any different. Isn't the Green Hornet? Black? But she was pretty excited about it. No, the what? What? The Green Hornet's black. No, he's Chinese. If anything, but that's not the Green no. Hornet. It's the actual guy. The white guy is the Green Hornet. The gr- white guy is the Green Hornet. Kato's the the Kato's Asian the guy. Kato. Okay. All right. <laughs> and Bruce Lee fought. Uh, uh, no, Abdul Jabbar. You know, like I don't know what you're talking about. You know what confused Corey? He knows that he thought that Kato was the Green Hornet, right. and he knows that Kato is uh, the Green Hornet's servant. So who wears black? Like, yeah. The car they drive is the Black Beauty. How's that? Okay. Does that help you out? Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so okay. Lauren's got all sorts of people coming in training. Uh, remember the Man in Black from Lost, who was John Hamm's like help oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. like uh, in the town. Uh-huh. He came in, all sorts of stuff. The director of uh, Private Parts. All these people come in. One of Laura's good clients, Amanda Siegfried. That's cool. Who you guys like. What kind of dog does she have? He's a really cool dog. Uh, I don't really know the types of dogs, but he's a bigger dog, and he's really cool. And, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm telling tales a little bit out of school. Like, this is Laura's work. But, um, but she, you know, if you open up a dog training facility in Hollywood, you're going to have celebrities coming and do it. And that's the way it is. And if you want to meet these people, you can go to that facility and wait. In the parking lot. Just like, <laughs> if you want to meet these people, the majority of the people are not celebrities. They're just Hollywood uh, people. But uh, you, can, you can find a way. Just like that website, I forgot what it was. It's under scrutiny right now. What is it? Because it's basically a uh, geolocator of celebrities. So it's a website that uh, whenever a celebrity tweets that they are somewhere, that place puts a little dot over where they are with their face and name and shit. Oh, that's so you brutal. Can you up, just you rush can, there. Yeah, so you can like look yeah. up celebrities and like, where are they right fucking now? Yeah, we're not doing and that. And it's like a stalker site. It's a really good idea. Like, heavy fire I ain't right. telling you when these classes are. I if they did that for regular people, are. I'd be even happier. Like, cause I'm, just, kind, I'm kind of interested in what Bill Cosby's up to, but like if Charity Madrid from 8th grade, if I just knew that she was at, you know, Quiznos oh, or something. Yeah. You make that site for the girls who got away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what did you think of the new called Catch and release. actually the show oh it was hilarious it's funny and it feels fresh so I'm down with it you know yeah, uh, I, Andy I, Richter is, is, is on again it, it felt like it felt unrestrained yeah which was great it and was that, awesome that was man. awesome and he's getting he's getting his yayas out of like bitching about being on 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 mm-hmm. a basic cable he even calls his band uh, Jimmy Vivino and the basic cable band yeah. they have a new theme song which actually kind of turned me off because their old theme song was just so iconic, you know. Right. He would always look forward to it. He would always do his little jump and straight dance Corey afterwards. Would. Right. And uh, but this one's like it's like bum 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 and it seems like it's a, it feels a little forced. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it until I rem- and then, uh, until I thought of this. I remembered it sounded like uh, remember when in Mario three when you battle the Hammer Brothers. Yeah. yeah. The it sounds just like that song, which Bossy. made me like the song. Did, did you hear that Miyamoto is like looking back at his video games? He he Miyamoto said that Sonic, that that Mario three was a game that could have been a lot better, and he's like he's kind of roughly not into it anymore. What? He said at the t- he said at the time I understand like it was made, it was the best we could do, but looking back, the game design is actually pretty flawed. 
Come on. And I was like, man, that is some tough standards Come right on. there. Don't George Lucas your shit, yeah. though. I mean, who, who, who's to say that his improvements would actually improve it? Right. But anyways, that's another Mario 3 uh, random thing for Conan. Because remember last time, his background looked mm -hmm. exactly like a Mario 3 level? Well, now he's got this moving moon. I mean, Conan, Conan's fan. We're all fans of his. Everyone, so should, keep, everyone should watch it, though. Can support I just, it. Can I need just, to support it. Can I just clarify? Um, he's not like a non-profit or anything. He's, he's got $44 million. We... He's fine. If he's funny, he'll do fine. He doesn't need, like... You don't need to carry, like, a cloth Conan bag and buy your groceries in it. If he's funny, you can watch him. It's fine. You don't get the moral high ground for liking him. There you he's go. He's very funny. There you go. Yeah, but you don't get extra stuff. Corey he's Roberts, like the, on the other hand, He's though. like the fucking Prius of late-night hosts. Corey like, Roberts, on the other hand, though, you gotta support him. Yeah. ComedyCorey.com. I am a charity case. Buy me a gaming system. We've been over this already. It's been a fucking year. <laughs> uh, like a drunk uncle at Thanksgiving you know what? to the audience right now. We're, 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 who makes the Prius? Toyota. Toyota. You know, this car thing, i got to address this real quick. Because Paul and I are roughly in the finals for oh, this. Oh, shit. Okay. The Ford Focus, right? Ford makes this car, the Ford Focus. Back in September, it's all written up on the site, so I'm not going to dwell too much on it. Back in September, Paul needed a ride to, a, to an interview for, from the producers of The Amazing Race. And uh, I said, Paul, you got to make the interview. The night before, he had wrecked his car, and it's sitting still in my park, in my, my driveway. Oh, that's what that is? That's Paul's car in my driveway, right? He, he, he wrecked his car. He didn't have a ride to this interview with the. Looks like a giant the, melted it with a. With right. A <laughs> he, he he didn't have a ride to this interview with the producers of Amazing Race. I gave him a ride. He was going to interview as a team member, uh, with two wrestlers. Right. See if one of those two guys wanted to be his teammate. And while I was there, they asked me to interview too because as Paul's brother, I was the guy who could give a lot of insight. And I said, and here's the, here's the thing. I said, will it help Paul get on the show potentially? And they said, yeah, it'll give us more information about him. It might be useful. After an hour-long, 40-minute-long interview session, like session, we get out of there, and they go, how's your social media presence? And I go, oh, shit. Basically, I knew that Paul and I had knocked this interview out of the park. We went at each other's throats. It was like having... I've, just, I've written it up on the site. Basically, Paul and I were Paul and I. You've seen Paul on the show. And the cast and director really liked us. We ended up going through these processes of cuts. We had to give out a background check. We had to give out all sorts of stuff. We had to do a bio. And then we had to raise our social media presence, which thanks to you guys is already pretty high. Uh, that being said, Paul and I, we might actually be on this show called the Ford Focus Rally. We might. Knock on some wood. They told us we might be on the show. I just leaned off camera to knock on wood. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you guys, we are in the last week of the casting round and they've made a, all these cuts. We've survived all the cuts. There's one more cut at the end of this week. We need everybody listening to go on Facebook, if you have a Facebook account, and like Team London. You can find it at facebook.com slash Team London. It's a picture of Paul and I wearing 3D glasses. Facebook.com slash Team London. And then if you're on Twitter, uh, like Paul and I. Uh, follow, follow Paul and I. Anything that gets our social media uh, presence up helps us get cast on the show and basically it would be five weeks of my brother and I in a rally in a Ford Focus rallying around America in a six per like team race and every time we get to like a, a point on the map or like a, like the next thing we get like a clue or something and then we have to tweet it out to everybody and they give us the answers that let us move forward so you guys are as big a part of our team as we are and if we win the actual rally the full thing Ten of our followers get new Ford Focus cars, so you owe it Nine. to yourself. What are they going to give one? To, oh, <laughs> no, he's already called one. So, guys, you have nothing to lose. The red one. Uh, follow us, friend us, and get us in the Ford Focus rally. That would be a lot of fun. I think it, it would help Geekscape out a whole lot to have that kind of prominence. Woo! You know, Ford and, and the we'll producers. Some bitches back up. Yeah, you guys Ford. Can meet someone to move across the country for. Ford and the producers of The Amazing Race uh, want a little bit of Geekscape action. We got to give it to them. Real quick, Jonathan, I think you're burying the lead that you basically forced two wrestlers out of a job. You said, <laughs> "Hey, fuck those guys." It's lucky they landed on their feet as commercial airline pilots, or else they really would have been in trouble. But they both had that to fall back on. I can't help giving you guys the personality you see every day here on this uh, website. I'm just going to be me. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, let's talk real quick comic books. J. Michael Straczynski, you know this guy. He's written a ton of comic books. He wrote Babylon 5 and all this sci-fi stuff. 
Uh, he was supposed to do Superman and Wonder Woman. He was a writer for them. Remember, he redid Wonder Woman's outfit with Jim Lee, and everybody hated it. Everyone fucking hated everybody it. hated it. They fixed it though. J. Game. Michael Straczynski has ditched his writing gigs as, uh, uh, on Superman and Wonder Woman. Wow. Like he was barely on those books. Uh-huh. Um, that's a bit of a surprise. Um, Jeff Lemire. I'm always talking about this guy because he did um, one of my favorite books of all time, um, Essex County. He wrote. And did the artwork for it And he also does Sweet Tooth for DC Vertigo He's actually writing uh, Superboy And I, Corey, it's fine, just hang with us um, I like that work in Essex County though That's yeah. That'll fucking blow your hair back Working in Essex County <laughs> We the briefest in the United States by Noam Chomsky <laughs> he's, he's the writer on Superboy With Mrs. Connor Kent Who's made out of the DNA of uh, Superman and Lex Luthor put together And he's got this guy Pierre Gallo doing the artwork and the first issue came out, and it's super simple. It's Connor Kent on the Kent farm, trying to figure out who he is. He gets visited by the Phantom Stranger, and the Phantom Stranger says, something terrible is going to happen. You're going to be the cause of it. And so, of course, he has this uh, you know, inner doubt, this, this, weight. this weight that he must carry now. And then uh, Parasite shows up, and he has to fight Parasite and all this stuff. Um, if you guys are in a Smallville, in pick up this book. It's uh, Superboy issue one by Jeff Lemire and uh, Pierre Gallo, and uh, he ends up fighting Parasite and all this. And at the end of the book, spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler, Poison Ivy shows up, Batman villain, yeah. in, a, in a Superboy super, thing. Versus like a Kryptonian. Says here she's looking for help. They might team up. Oh, okay. So shit's happening here in the Superboy book, and it's actually a good read. Like I think that dude's a really great writer. He's a good storyteller. I'm excited about uh, picking up more of that, and I didn't read Superboy. Like I didn't read the 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 Young Justice or whatever the Superboy came out of. I wasn't into that. I didn't read it either. But the Green Girl on there's a giant rack. <laughs> I could see it from over here. I wasn't even looking. You like that? Let's see. It's like a, just like a giant the rack. Poison Ivy. Yeah, it spans comic book companies. That's Poison Ivy from, from, yeah. from Batman. Yeah, who's gonna play that? Brie Olson. <laughs> Everybody's googling Brie Olson. I think they're familiar. I know your audience. You don't know who Brie Olsen is? No. Fucking. Nothing. I got nothing. Uh, guys, the big video game this past week was Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh, I heard Let me tell you. Uh, what's silly is you get people like on Twitter being like, oh, go out and buy Call of Duty Black Ops. That I, shit was uh, not, e- not It was the best-selling video game of all time. The, the biggest opening... It was trending all week. The biggest opening... Day sales of a video game of all time, right? But wasn't the last Call of Duty that shit? Yes, the last Call of Duty that shit. And here's the thing: it's like they don't need your help. It's like what Corey said about Conan O'Brien. Yeah, no, but people like it. Like it's Call for, of Duty it, Black Ops. People do it for a reason. People do it like they flock to Chris Nolan movies. This is what I know about Call of Duty Black Ops. Everything I know about Call of Duty Black Ops was given to me by reading Graham Douglas's updates, uh-huh. and he's like. Yep, guitar riffs super present in Vietnam, which is the which is the story like it takes place in oh, you're Vietnam. In Vietnam. Yeah, you're okay. like Vietnam and like it's the beginning of like the whole like intelligence and, and black ops movement, and, it, and Paul's like, yep, Skinnerd was the background of <laughs> Vietnam. The whole game is like something awesome happens. Is it all first person shooter? But yeah, I think so. Happens, Do you have it's all, like, guitar all riffs and shit like that? Like whenever, guitar riffs and dude, stuff? whenever you win, whenever a multiplayer uh, thing ends, it's always like, it's like, bam! Jun, 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 jun. Do you have to be a soldier? What do you think? You should just be I like I would want to just be like, be like a I want to be like a field medic. I just want to do some, slam some H and fuck a 14-year-old. Like, in, <laughs> slam in a video some heroin. Game, yeah, <laughs> not, in, not in real life. I wonder if Call of Duty Black Ops deals with the, Why? the proliferation yeah. of heroin. In the armed and forces. Prostitution. Why prostitution. can't you just be like you? Do you really have to be like the William Defoe character and put the knife between your teeth and just scare the shit out of everybody? <laughs> you can't just be the guy who deserts and like watches his friends get shot it. in the back and like hides. I want to play uh, Parcheesi with a series of different leaves and stones, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I want to be able to draft to dodge uh, to draft dodge and drink a Molson ice in Manitoba. It's like I'm sorry, I cut my toe off. Yeah, I'm not fit for military duty. 
that's me in Call of Duty Black Ops. Either that, or I want to play as the people who actually won the war, the Vietnamese, yeah. and uh, and just go. Can you probably you can probably play as the Vietnamese in this game, right? Oh, like in so. like in yeah, I mean in, in multiplayer, like somebody's got to play the like Vietnamese, right? I want to. Yeah, like, and I just want to. Yeah, time? I want to be the guy who like digs all the holes in the ditches that you put leaves over and you come up and surprise people. Yeah. I want to burn. I want to be. I want to be a. I want to be. I want to be a human jack o' lantern with an AK forty seven. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to get transferred. St- <laughs> Just you know wait what? there for that, an hour. Like, shh, I could hear them. And I jump up and go, still with the. And then I get riddled. And then I get riddled, or I hide in like a tunnel or something like that. I'm not gonna top it. I'm just go ahead. No, you're good. No, you're mine's good. mine was just nah. I like yours. I like yours. <laughs> uh, a human jack o' lantern. I like. This is a jack o' lantern. It's a jack in the box. Jack in the Jack in the box. Uh, yeah, no, it's pretty confirmed that if Corey was playing this game, he'd be like, you guys go ahead with the mission, and then he just looks for babies to kill. Or, <laughs> I don't look for, I've got them stacked up. <laughs> he actually hatches, he, he adds a notch to his gun for his baby, think, just to keep up with his manly friends. Yeah, no, I got five. Another one. Like, I got five it should be like an achievement. You know what I mean? How many villages did you burn? How much heroin did you do in the course of Vietnam? I would want to be the guy who ends up stateside, burns his draft card, and then just plows through misguided runaways on LSD. Just, <laughs> it's me and Keezy in a van. So you, you, you want to be that guy that in, that influenced Jenny and Boris Gump poorly. Yeah. That's yeah. The and like gave her AIDS. I, yeah. I, I want it to be Call of Duty hate Ashbury. Now you know what we should what do? I want to be the, the, well, the Call of Duty Black Ops 2 should probably be like, uh, you're playing in a wheelchair, right? And you yeah. just go and like, do speeches on like the forest, like the front lawn of like the White House. And it's basically uh, Born on the Fourth of July. And you're, you're like Tom Cruise's character. What do you think yeah, of that? I would like that, the, would that work, or you're like you're you're Lieutenant Dan? I'm not good at the uh, the keyboard on the right. Well, on the so, Wii, you could just do like a, a wheel motion oh, with like a wheelchair thing. I like that. How on the connect? I like on that the connect a lot. Yeah, on yeah, this yeah. new motion system thing. How insensitive do you think this segment could actually get? Buy me a gaming <laughs> system so I can do this. How do you think that our review, our, our mention? It's not even a review. I haven't played the damn game. Do you think our mention of Call of Duty Black Ops can get more insensitive in the next uh, two minutes? Well, I thought it was just going to um, be about you finally being able to play as a black guy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What about Civil War Black Ops? Oh, could you imagine that? Where it's like, sorry, we're going to have to cut your foot off at the at the, at the the waist. No. It's like, my foot off at the waist? Yep. It's where sorry. You, it's, it's, <laughs> it's where you play a black soldier and your CEO says, okay, here's your mission. And you're first, you know, like at the beginning, you always... Right. And you, you go, be oh, Washington in glory. I'm at the front again. All right. Let's go. That actually be really challenging. Let's go and see what's going on. Maybe, uh, it's, maybe it's the hard mode of that. Did yeah. they not give you a gun either? Nope. All right. <laughs> Let's see what happens. It's just really good Let's see what happens. <laughs> what do you have? A stick? Can I borrow it? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, they didn't give us uniforms, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we just blend into the scenery and we can let's escape. Play, yeah. Yeah, let's play dead and hope they don't stab us with the, their bay, bayonets. Um, guys, I think that you've taken all the Geekscape you can take for this week. Um, I gotta tell you, uh, we'll be back next week with a little bit of uh, Harry Potter uh, review. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna see it. I've seen like two of them, all out of order. Um, but I gotta tell you guys, uh, Corey Roberts. He's hilarious. He's we, we love having him here. Yeah. Um, that has been our show. So the things we want you guys to support is get on Facebook, like Geekscape. Also like Facebook.com slash Team London and see if you can get Paul and I in the Ford Focus rally to possibly kill each other over the course of five weeks with my brother. I've never spent five. I've never spent a week. With, I've never spent a day with my brother uninterrupted. Chances are. We'll either win by a landslide or murder each other in the course of this process. Yeah, if in five years you want to see one of the London brothers make an ass of themselves on, like, a VH1 show, vote. Vote, right? If you want to see uh, Chris Hardwick in Tosh 2.0 just make fun of us, get us on there. Because it's like a web thing, right? Uh, there's that. Um, you also want to go on Geekscape.net. We got shirts. We got forums. We got daily articles like this superhero showdown that you want to read. Uh, suggest some more superhero showdowns. You want to check this out, right? That's Geekscape.net. You're gonna want to be on there. So, Facebook.com/Geekscape.net, YouTube.com/Geekscape.net, Twitter.com/Geekscape.net, and you can follow Corey at CY Roberts on Twitter. That's his hashtag, C.Y. Roberts. That's his little thing, C.Y. Roberts. It's a scandal. I need more Facebook friends because all my friends are getting married and you don't really gain like a sister the way people say. You just don't see your friends as much. So I need more Facebook friends. (laughs) 
and backslash Corey dot Roberts. It's true. You don't you don't see them. Some of them move and shit. You don't yeah. get a new sister. You get a new absent friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more deduction than anything. All right, guys. Oh, and when your oh, yeah, when your please. chick friends get married, like you can't even like creep on them. It's like not cute anymore. It's like it's a whole thing. Fuck it. Sorry, <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's true though. Yeah, it is. We'll see you guys next week. Be good to each other in the meantime, and I'll see you guys on the website.